Any opinions expressed are my own and do not reflect the opinions of anyone outside of Independent Left Media, LLC. Indie Left, Indie Left, News and Politics and all the rest. So much to do on the YouTube, so they curate a list for you. You'll want to watch your favorite creator or have a chat on Discord later. But you better get hip to Indie Left. Indie Left. Indie Left.news. Okay, we've got a bunch of networks. Hello, hello, hello. How is everyone? Are we actually going live? We'll see. Why is this broadcast not available on INN? I don't know. Weird. Hello, hello. We're waiting for all the different sites to come up. Going to check on that to see if they're going to be there or what. What's going to happen? Hello, we are live. Okay, yeah. Looks like it's actually working. So, that's a good thing. And we're actually co-streaming on Robert Durden, and we're actually co-streaming on Be the Change tonight, which is really cool. Diddly do, diddly do, diddly do. Say hello to Bird and Reef. What's up? What's going on. Where's your nameplate? Oh, you don't have a Wait, I, I'm, everybody already knows who the hell you are. Anyway, they don't. We don't need. We don't need no stinking nameplate. Nice. Hey, oh. Yeah, and this thing's in the chat. His links are in the chat too. The link tree. Uh, so Sarif's got that set up now. So, hi, everybody. Uh, how did we miss that? Welcome, everybody, to How Did We Miss That? And uh, is anybody in chat? No? Nope. Why is the free stream chat working? Got anybody live in chat yet? Yeah, I guess it's going to take a few minutes to get, get the thing live. And I know there were a bunch of people that were waiting or coming to hang out. So, hi, everybody. And uh, so, welcome, everybody, to How Did We Miss That? How Do We Miss That is a show airing on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, and Odyssey every Saturday night at midnight, uh, Eastern Time, 9 Pacific, reviewing a few big, big stories we hadn't seen covered much in left independent media space, co-hosted by me, Indy, founder and editor of independentleft.news and leftist.today, and this guy to my left, right, whatever side you're on, uh, that's Reef Freeland, he's the creator of the Jimmy Dore Discord and host of the new show, Reefer After Dark. And everybody go check that out. The links in the chat are in the uh, description. All the stories that... Hey, Misty. Yeah, Mindy, exactly. Hi, Mindy. Um, so all the stories that you're going to see tonight were featured in our Substack Leftist.today and at the top of independentleft.news this week. 
Uh, just my little spiel talking about the sites, independent left news, independentleft.gg, which is our discord and leftist.today are your number one source for left-leaning political news, videos, podcasts, articles, insight, and opinion showcasing left-leaning independent media free from advertiser. I also wanted to give special shout outs, uh, and thank yous to our Patreons and Kofi supporters. We've got Eric T who's probably here somewhere in the chat. Hi, Eric. Hey, Lila, you're in the chat. Hi, Lila, Fanto. Luigi's hanging out in, in Twitch. Hi, what's up, Luigi? Verdant Square, Jersey Green. Kendra Wade, hi, how are you? Welcome, everybody. Restream chat's acting a little funny, it looks like. Uh, taking a little bit. But again, wanted to shout out to the patrons and Kofi supporters. So we've got Eric T. We've got Richard. We've got Nikki, Radical Leftist Agenda. She's probably here somewhere. Les Bones, love it, love them. Noli D hooked us up earlier this month. Love Noli, INN family member. And we had a new pay, a new Kofi member uh, this week, our new patron, Richard M, signed up for Independent Left News. Thank you so much for, for that. And then uh, Lady Dragonfly Robin during. Uh, I, we, we, we love Robin. Uh, so she hooked us up with a Kofi also. Appreciate that. Wanted to also shout out our volunteers, Nicole and Darlene who do our, and, and now also Stephanie, who do our Facebook and Instagram posting every day for Indie Left. Uh, Warren, Wardier Entertainment, and, and Extra Booyah for clipping the show every week and allowing us to have clips put out. Also wanted to give a special shout out and, and some love to my friend Mona Carmona, who I know she was in the hospital last week, so she's amazing. Love her uh afini also i know she she posted something today uh so just want to send out some love to afini and uh and chris over at uncensorednews.us check that site out he does something a little bit similar to what independent left does he's an aggregator and and a uh, curator of news uh focused heavily on on environmental issues i uh, also want to say hi to nay at nay's garden and uh, and 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 last but not least, say shout out the INN network, uh, Indie News Network, IndieNews.network. If you haven't seen it yet, um, also wanted to mention that the podcast is now up to date. I've got we're up to the most recent episode, so we should have all of them up there with thumbnails and all description and everything. And that's the audio version of this show. So you can head over to Anchor.fm/IndependentLeftNews and you can subscribe, or you can find us on Spotify. And wow, that's a mouthful. Um, I know. Sorry, everybody. I know I talk a lot. And I'm going to be talking a lot tonight. And and I don't think that we, we set a, a Google timer. We're already six minutes in, but I, I think you're ahead of me. And, and the smoke machine is already doing its work. I don't know if that's you or the actual um, graphic, but that's cool. Um, did something a little bit different tonight, uh, not just going to show you the whole story, but instead going to uh, do what most shows do and actually just show clips of articles, which, and I pulled out the important parts for the parts that I thought were most important. I read them. Yeah, I sure did. So uh, let's switch over to Indie Main. And you can see our first article. Is from oh boy, what what why why is oh here, is from RT, and the theme 
the the first theme tonight is inconvenient re reporting via RT. All right. So we've got the first thing is from Kit Clarenberg, who has been killing it lately. This guy, man, I I don't know how he's been getting his sources. He had that incredible investigative uh, report on Assange from Australia and what had been going on over there. <clears throat> so he published this piece in RT. Uh, Leak doc reveals which messengers send the most data to the FBI. Isn't this nice? So, got here. Ah! There we go. Now it, now it goes. I was just trying to hit the arrow. An internal report, right, reveals how WhatsApp and iMessage are happily handing over users' data to the Fed, sometimes providing the source and destination of messages every 15 minutes. I guess that's okay. Good to know. Definitely good. Right? Well... So the sensitive FBI paper unearthed by the Transparency Group Property of the People, and thank you for that, whoever they are, spells out in concise yet shocking detail <laughs> uh, the Bureau's ability to secure messaging, app content, and associated metadata via warrants and subpoenas, and shows what WhatsApp and, I and Apple's iMessage turn over the most information to authorities that wonderful to know all right and he says so in any event whatsapp messages can be accessed by the bureau if that user is using an iphone and has enabled icloud backup and most people i think have i know i have uh this is facilitated by apple maintaining a policy of turning over icloud encryption keys in response to fbi warrants which also grant the agency access to iMessage. great right so Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for that. So this is an important thing. I I, I don't know how this guy got access to the, to, to the, you know, he's writing up the FBI data. I really hadn't seen this too many other places. Interesting that it took RT, somebody at RT across the world to break it. So interestingly, there are some other ma uh, messaging apps that you can use that are a little bit more secure. Um, again, Investigators can access certain information on users of Signal. Okay, much much vaunted by privacy advocates, despite being developed with U.S. government funded uh, funding, including date, time you registered, and the last time they were active. But Telegram's strict policy of not cooperating with court orders, apart from confirmed terrorist investigations, in which the app may disclose the IP addresses and phone numbers to relevant authorities is also noted in the report. Oh, wow, everybody lost sound for a minute. That's great. Sorry to hear that.
what is happening, audio? Sound. Sound. Uh, it says Indie Mike Live is bouncing, so, and I see my bird moving. So hopefully we have sound. And hopefully you can read whatever's on the screen. Okay, we're back. Thank you, darling. So, so what's Facebook, who owns WhatsApp, no, doing? Well, they arguably already act as an effective arm of the U.S. state power, or at least subordinate to it. In 2020, it complied with 89% of requests from Washington for user data. So the Threat Intelligence Division, from which Haugen, Francis Haugen, that's the Facebook quote-unquote whistleblower, is a veritable den of spies, counting numerous former CIA NSA operatives among its staff. Right? So, grief is silent. Weird. Hear me now, hopefully, right? Uh, yeah, maybe. On your, on your stream deck, there should be a thing that says Zoom and yep. slash Discord. Yep. I think I got it. Cool. I think we cool. might got it now. La la la. La 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 la. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Reef yeah. well, hasn't said very much anyway. You haven't made much. I just wanted to make sure everyone could hear me now. Just everyone <laughs> can hear. It's me doing hopefully. the talk most of the time anyway, so. Yes. Somebody, somebody in chat asked if Reef is a ventriloquist. Yes, Reef's the ventriloquist, apparently. Sorry about that. Yeah, um, yeah that's that, that's my bad. And one of these days, we'll actually have Reef run the stream, because he's much better at it than me. And, and Don't worry about it, man. Like, dude, I do. I have the same problems on my stream. I'm like, what, what, did I press all the buttons? I think. Nice. Like, you know. Uh -huh. So... Hello, everybody, and that sucks because I, now, now, now we might have to go back and redo. This. Oh. All right, now oh, that's okay. <clears throat> we'll just clip it out. We're not. We're not going to do it. Well, well, let's summarize what we just had, right? So essentially, like right. we've gotten, you know, iMessage and WhatsApp, right, are have been now caught giving information to FBI, and they've complied with eighty nine percent of Washington's requests for user data. No. Yep. Right. That's pretty much it. Thanks and then we're that. here. We're pretty much here. Yep. Uh, and the telegram and yep. signal don't send as much to the FBI, so use those apps, basically. Yep. All right, so again, then you have this Frances Haugen. She's the Facebook whistleblower, quote-unquote, and several of these individuals have contributed to the ongoing wall of negativity surrounding end-to-end -end encryption because they can't break into it and listen. Right? Yeah. So... That's about all I've got from that. Unfortunately, there's not there's not a conclusion well, other than yeah, they're still listening. So get yourself on yeah, to like, some like yeah, don't put anything Telegram. Really yeah, always always expect that they're listening to you at this point for the most yeah. part. Like, and what's know? really funny and sad is that somebody I heard or I was reading an article the other day and it referenced Telegram as a right wing app. It's mm. it's an app. Yeah, okay. like it's what? Yeah, like the app is going to like, you know, like what? Anyway, yes, uh, the app. Fun. The app is a member of the NRA. <laughs> mm. So the app, all the apps code is like double negatives. Just like I ain't never gonna do that. Compile like just you know, <laughs> like now the thing anyway. is, is that I will I will give you know. There does have to be a warrant 
issued and there has to be some yeah. kind of legal justification beforehand, quote unquote. Of course, Edward Snowden indicated that NSA agents and other people do otherwise, and who knows? Right. But um, I try to use secure peer-to-peer apps as much as humanly possible. Um, yeah. After the stream's over, I will put in the description all the links to all of the articles, like this Kate Clarenberg article and our you next could just article. Copy that. Copy that link right now and pop it yeah. in the restream chat. Yeah, we we can do that too. But yeah. then they then they might leave my stream and and go and read oh the and go read it. Go, just have two monitors. Like like if you're on Windows, you can like side by side it. You can do oh, some wait, like that multi just, that, that only multi apping. Go to everybody here. What everyone needs to do is just put our stream on every device that they have all at once, you know. Oh, it's and just, really funny, but just right. like on Twitter, um, this stream is the person mm -hmm. who wrote the next article. Nice. INN family member Tara Reed, and this one was really, really tough to read. To yeah. read, uh, tough to read. Oh my God! How did I never? Put that one together. That's terrible dad joke. Um, yeah. Literally, it was just liked by Tara on Twitter and hi Tara and how you doing? Love you. Uh, let me love you too. Higher so you don't hear. You don't see stuff. Ah, oh, you that, broke it. I broke. It. We're gonna leave it right there. Perfect. Okay. So Tara Reed. The shaming of sexual assault whistleblowers has to stop. And uh, that is about as obvious as you can get, of course. Yep. Um, yeah. Mm. And this is in the wake of the Andrew Cuomo revelations and, and the investigation that has come out. And she's going to get into a little bit of that here. And I well, clipped out. And part of this is because of her book, which if people haven't went and found it, left out when the truth doesn't fit in, should go find that. Go follow her Twitter, all that fun stuff, because she needs it. So, you know. And follow her on follow Substack as well. Uh, give her, give her a shout that. out and a sub on Substack, and you can actually like uh, hook her up with a five buck, five dollar a month thing on Substack if you're so inclined yeah. and you hook her up. <clears throat> Um, so yep. she wrote this op-ed for RT, and they have picked her up. Uh, she, she indicated for the next few articles that she is going to be publishing, and she's also going to be co-publishing co this on Indie News Network Substack and going to be doing an nice. audio reading of this for the INN. So what she's talking about is victim-shaming the women who speak out against committing sexual harassment um right which is now all too common she's saying in the u.s it, sig it signifies diabolical intent to protect powerful predators the expense of truth right yeah so when amy frank decided to become a whistleblower on sexual assault and sexual harassment in the united states military so she had amy on her podcast and you'll mm. see this she'll reference this later on uh, her new yep. podcast for RT, The Politics of Survival. Definitely subscribe to that on Spotify and everywhere else that you podcast. Uh, so she realized it meant that she could possibly lose her her career 
due to retaliation that regularly faces those who challenge and expose a broken system. So this tells a much longer story. Again, I encourage everybody to go to the RT piece. And again, we'll be co-publishing this onto the INN Substack within the next couple of days. That uh, yep. she created this, that, that Amy Frank created a nonprofit, Never Alone, to help mm. soldiers and their families access resources and advocacy. Right? She cites one case where a victim took her life, and after nine special forces officers gang raped her, and nothing was investigated. Uh. According to Frank, the pervasiveness of sexual assault and domestic violence in the military ensure, ensure that Never Alone is a much needed resource. And, and I know that Amy and Clara just did a Twitter Spaces uh, audio thing the other day, and Twitter flagged it. <clears throat> so we're going to have to get that up on, on the INN subject as well and push put that out in another place. So, again, going through this, and, and so she said that um, as a survivor, she was determined to speak up for young soldiers, right? And Cases included domestic violence as well as sexual assault, and some resulted in suicide by the murder by the victim, murder and unexplained deaths. It's terrible. And, yeah, um, and I'm yeah, sure cover-ups from MPs and yeah. One so, in what was that? What was that up above that? One in four women in the military will be sexually assaulted. Frank says. Yep. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Over 30,000 kill themselves since 9-11. Yeah. There is Jesus no data Christ. how many are related to sexual assault, however. That's just how many women have. Yeah. I mean, you, you think about the 22 soldiers, some of those are going to be yeah. women. So, talking about that as Frank's story demonstrates, it's not as easy to be a whistleblower, uh, to, be in any, to be a whistleblower in any situation, especially in institutions with embedded misogyny, as we've seen in the case of Andrew Cuomo. And uh, finding the truth was not necessarily at the top of the agenda. Yeah. Right, so, uh, again, um, Amy also has encountered Time's Up legal defense. I think I missed the, the there's a graphic that, that got lost in there. But, uh, but, but really, they're talking about how Letitia James, the Attorney General of New York, released details of the criminal investigation into the into behavior toward his staff with startling and damning results. So in one exchange between upper-level staff, it was discussed how to shame a victim publicly, referring to both Lindsay Boylan and Charlotte Bennett, the, the, the uh, people who have credibly accused homosexual conduct uh, by employing the same tactics that Joe Biden used against our friend Tara Reid during his campaign. So now it's yeah. considered a playbook. So it's to discredit, shame survivors into silence. And they made, mm. they're made into inhuman objects of ridicule. Shield the powerful predator from being exposed with his sexual trauma. And the intention is to destroy and meet survivors. Well, these actions by these powerful people speak to what they do elsewhere, right? Like, you know, the lack of empathy and power control and stuff like that only, like, is is a part of that. Is is a part of that. 
psyche decision making, right? Like, yeah, yeah. This, know, this, this it comes actually the territory of, you know, what what do they call those? Like, what are what are half those CEOs said to be? Like sociopaths, right? Like, but yeah, this is you know, for one, the the, the numbers on this are pretty staggering. What was it? Three out of four, right? Like. I, th I think it's Bill Burr who talks about, you know, if you want, if, if someone handed you a parachute and said three out of four times, it's not going to work. Are you going to jump out the plane? Right. Like, yeah. So the only way out of your situation, they don't tell you that before you sign the paper. Yeah. 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 I mean, this is, it's just sickening. Like a as a man who has no idea how men can be put in this headspace to do anything like that. It's just real frustrating. Yeah. Like, you know, and you, and you you wish you could do something more than what you can, you know. Yeah. So so, so I also want to mention Tara one other one other paragraph before this one that Amy also has the experience of, of the problems of dealing with the Times Up Legal Defense Fund, which has, mm. uh, of course, received yeah, an attorney all... who then dropped her two weeks yeah. before her rebuttal hearing. So she was left with a complicated legal case and potentially no representation to face the USIG but resourcefully found a new attorney and is now waiting to see if time's up come through with the funding that it promised. Yeah. Come on. Are they going to, well, it feels I, like I'm not going to hold my breath. It feels like there's too many predators interconnected at the top levels of our society. Like, you know, that there's a lot of ignoring and like, like even Tucker was defending uh, Cuomo, like, you know, yeah. I, I don't know how he feels about it now, but, you know, but like all the stuff that happened over at Fox, right? Like he's not going to say anything about that when he was working there either. Like there's definitely some, some stuff going on there, you know, but yeah. Yeah. Even, I don't know. Even now they're, they're threatening Amy Frank's credentials as a, as a uh, support counselor for victims. Absolutely crazy. There's no doubt that that's yeah. what she does. But when yeah. she says things that are inconvenient, Again, this is a much longer article. I encourage everybody, please, to go to the RT, uh, to go to RT, and I'll again drop it in the chat. And after the stream, I'll drop it into the description. But here, take a take a look at that. Give it a give it a like. Uh, give it a comment below. She is she has gotten trolled quite a bit by some people that have not yeah. always. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I am surprised that this is what. This is what gets Cuomo fired, not, you know, like any of the actual actions of, you know what I'm saying? Like, like this is what gets the, like this scandal is what gets the Cuomos out of, like, you know what I mean? So, like, as opposed to uh, killing the elderly, like any, you know what I'm saying? Like any of that stuff, as far as like insurance fraud, none of that, you know, that's all fine. Right. Like, but... Yeah, it's like good. I'm glad. I'm glad that this is coming out, and you know, whatever. So, but anyway, anyway. Um, I saw I saw Tommy Nation in the chat. Yeah, Tommy Nation. Tommy yeah, Nation. yeah, yeah. Actually, you're 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 competing with us. What do you mean, man? Well, we, we did, did Saturday night every, every fourteen episodes. We did deliberately look at his schedule and like decided to like yeah you know, midnight Saturday. Yep. To do this, yeah. So come on, man. Love you though. Come on, brother. <laughs> I love you. 
I'm just giving you a hard time. Um, yeah. Cole, hi, how are you? Z X C V B N M. Is that is that like an eye chart or something? That's what it looks like to me when I see that. No, it's Vexbunum. Vexbunum. Yeah, we got four million. Okay, so let's see. Como's actions caused the death of fifteen thousand plus elderly. Yes, absolutely. Well, yeah. It, is it more important? Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah. There's a lot of people it that have a lot of things to say about to that. Yeah, like um, you know, I, I I get that the media is willing to like, you know, overhype this and not yeah exactly like just what I said right like. But the point is, is the power dynamic that's happening in a governor's office yeah. uh, with o over younger yeah. women, powerless. I mean, it's. But and Indy, he's Italian. Right, he's Italian. So, yeah, everyone knows Italians are it, abusers. What do you it's mean? It's easy to say that. It's easy to say that stuff. Like when it's not. I know. You and it's, it's not your family, yeah. and it's not your um somebody yeah. who's close to you that that really had aspirations at a job and went to work to actually work and got something that they did not want from somebody that they did not that they might have respected and that had. A lot more power than than they did. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Warren here in the chat. What's up? Ah. What's up, Warren? Uncle Warren. Everyone should go <laughs> watch stuff. He had he had JB on. They talked about like the Willy Wonka weed stuff. It was great. Uh, it was great. I now want to watch that movie. I want to watch. I need the to watch it again. I want to watch that again. Yeah. That is going to be my first extra <sighs> booyah rewatch. Rewatch. He's going to have it on loop. Yep. Oh. I'm gonna rewatch that one. But anyway, so I got since, another since story. Since more wants stories, yeah, like the stories. So, so our next the stories, stories, uh, corporate whitewashing all for profit. That's that's just beautiful, not not a beautiful mm. thing, but from our friends over at the World Socialist website, U.S. corporate profits hit a new record. Isn't that wonderful? JB had that weed yep. idea on point. Yes, he did. Dude, I'll be on it. Let's get it done. I'm oh, down. And and Reeves got the idea for, for for the weed resort, and I'm down for that. We need we need to yep. invest in that. Yep. Yes, sir. So just to Corporate show how this is from Shannon Jones, right? Yeah, just to show how ridiculous things are out there. Again, you can see it's got a, it's a much longer article in WSWS from December first. Definitely go check that out. Give them a follow. Again, very simply, U.S. corporations enjoyed the widest profit margins more than 70 years during the second and third quarters of 2021. Now, this is not like pandemic-induced when the government is kicking in $6 trillion thanks to the CARES Act. This is the result of the kind of the aftermath of the CARES Act. This is... Yeah. Wow. Widest profit margins yeah. in more than 70 years. But yet, wages are relatively stagnant. They're not really stagnant. doing much for I mean, anybody. And, and unemployment through the roof, like, yep. Well, uh, unemployment, I think, is actually low as, as a percentage, but there's tons of people out of right, the workforce. Documented, and, yep. Right, the average living, the average wage isn't living, a living wage. So Right, there's <clears> a <throat> worker shortage and all that stuff, apparently, except no one has a job. Right, Yeah. So, fueled in large part by the government's mass injection of cash into the economy. Well, there was the child tax credit. There was the 
$1,400. Thanks for the 2000 bucks, Joe Biden. There was the um, welcome, Tara Reed. I just got a, a notification on Twitter. Hi, Tara. So there oh, was the, the $1,400. There was the child tax credit. So they have been pumping some cash into the economy this year. Okay, so you can see the non-financial profits increase 67.5 billion in the third quarter. Again, profits are up 39.6% in just the second and third quarters of this year. In dollar terms, the annual increase in profits since before the start of pandemic has been over 500 billion. It's it, it's just stunning the the kind of numbers that we're talking about here. And it's all on the back of the American people and and with our hard work and sweat and we're not getting the raises and we're not getting the bonuses and we're not getting, it's all going upwards, unfortunately. So again, profit margins are at their highest level since 1950. Nearly two thirds of publicly traded U.S. corporations have reported higher profit margins this year compared to last. And a hundred of the largest have booked profit margins at least 50% above last year's level. I mean, this is, Again, using inflation, and, and I think I, I published something earlier this week in Leftist.Today, um, how corporations are using inflation, it was the guy from Dollar General, maybe that was even last week, as an excuse to raise prices. Yeah. But really what they're doing is they're increasing their profits because they realize that, that they can use that as an excuse and people will accept higher prices as a result. And all they're doing is bumping up their profits. Mm. So, P&G, supplier of home personal care yeah. products, reported 24.7% profit margin for the third quarter, $14.3 billion in net earnings. In April, they announced major price increases for its line of products. Rather than give a price base to consumers, they decided to reward investors by giving back some $3 billion of its own, by buying back $3 billion of its own stock. Right, which, will which is what inflate. all the companies are doing, right? Well, yeah. because they can. That further inflates yeah. the price because it reduces the number price. of shares that are available on the market. And it eats yep. up some of the corporate profit that could potentially be shared either with shareholders or with employees, like it should be. Yeah. Okay. And as a result, also among the big winners were oil companies, right? Mm -hmm. Who's... Profits rebounded from last year's slump amidst rising petroleum prices. ExxonMobil had a net income of $6.8 billion in the third quarter of 2021, while Chevron reported adjusted $5.7 billion. They were a little bit off, but of course, that's a greater than expected result, and it's their best result in eight years. Thanks, Steve. I'm sure Steve Donziger thanks you. Free Steve yeah. Donziger. And 17 times greater I'm than sure. earnings a year ago. Jesus Christ. The greatest polluters on the planet. And look at what look at what's happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. Remember they were putting lead in our air for years. Right. Now on yep. top of that, you've got the UAW, which imposed a rotten contract, falling far short of workers' demands, shuttling and shutting down the strike by ten thousand year workers. UAW was paying only two hundred fifty dollars a week strike pay. They used threats and lies to get it ratified. They falsely claimed the company didn't have the money to provide adequate wage increases, including the restoration of decades of concessions. 
Yep. Except but essentially they gave him the go ahead. <laughs> Here's the thing. This was despite the fact that the company reported net income of six billion dollars for the billion. fiscal year ending October thirty first. So where how do they not have the money? More than double yep. the previous year's total of two point eight billion. And that's not not six point eight billion of of I, right. I, I don't know if that's profit. I mean it says net income. <clears throat> yeah. Um but I believe income well, is, is basically previous year's total. After, well, it's like if it's two point eight billion, right? They made six. You're talking about three billion profit on top of what they made last year, right? So therefore, they should have at least another billion and a half that they should be able to just give to their worker. You know, at least at like, least they should be able to yeah. pass on, and not to their CEO. And that's part of the problem. Also, is is the discrepancy from CEO pay, of course, to the average worker salary. Okay, um, so also we're looking at Kellogg, which is threatening to hire permanent scabs replaced. Now, I believe they actually are in the process of settling that. And again, they're trying to jam through a um, two tier wage system still. Okay, management has refused to meet workers demands for the elimination of the hated multi tier wage structure that leaves 30 percent of the workforce at a transitional level, as well as the seven day and 16 hour work schedule. That's always great. 84 hour work week. Mm. Or that's um that's that's actually more than that. But uh it's not they're not 16 hours a day, seven days on, but it's either up to 16 hour work days or they can work for an entire week, in which case one or two of those days is a 16 hour day. I believe they are yeah. 84 hour work shift, which is just crazy. Right? So again, the bumper profits for U.S. corporations amid the worst health catastrophe in a hundred years is due to the policies of a criminal ruling class that at every point has prioritized profits over human lives. Right? There's no level of death that'll make the government change course because policy is entirely subordinated to the profit interest of the wealthy. Now, I will say that this article then gets very alarmist and talks a lot about um, COVID and our response to COVID and WSWS has been, um, I, I, I don't want to use the word alarmist, but they have been the most conservative in what we should be doing. And, and the, they want to be the most aggressive in elimination of the disease, um, or of the virus. Um, they think that it can be eradicated and they are pushing very hard for that. And, I know that there are others that say that it is going to be endemic and including the former uh, disease, you know, Joe Biden disease minister. Again, I'm going to drop the link to this WSWS article in chat. You'll, you'll have it in the, um, in the description afterwards, but this was a, again, it just grossed me out. Um, thanks so much to world social website for that, but, it's important to understand that corporate profits are just continuing and they're rolling on and they're actually bigger than ever. So anyone who's saying that corporations are struggling in any way, shape or form because of this economy or whatever, it just, it's just yeah. not true. At least not large corporations. Now, small businesses are definitely getting squeezed. No question. Yeah. But these big businesses are making bigger profits than ever before. And it's, it's really a problem. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's killing the whole distribution now this gonna, next story is a wild holy crap and again i did not right. see anybody talking about this now 
everybody's been flying for a long time, right? We've all gone on, uh, most of us have, have gone on an airplane. I travel for business pretty often, and I see flight attendants, and they all wear uniforms. But can you imagine if your uniform was actually poisoning you? Oh. That's what's going on at Southwest Airlines what the fuck yeah dude like really wow this is i told you this I mean, it is wasn't, a crazy story it right? wasn't that long ago they had to switch the you know uniforms because it was all like way too like sexualized and like right yeah, like like, l- 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 like you want to talk about a toxic workforce literally this is a toxic yeah. uniform that is it, it, poisoning. like weighed women right like because oh, they, yeah oh in mid-November, she would, the WSWS was contacted by Tanya Osborne, a Southwest Airlines flight attendant from Orlando. For over 20 years, she was left on the brink of poverty after suffering a series of health complications brought on by uniforms that her company had forced her to wear. Of course, forced her is kind of a... I don't, I don't know what the word is. You know, that's that's the job. And, yes, so, that, but that, but that's, that's the word I would use in that in that sense. Right, so here's right. the deal. So yeah. th- they said in 2017 they introduced a 75 piece uniform. According to uh, the new look, is in stark contrast to the again what you would talk 75 about. 75 piece uniform. What? Right. Wait, you got to put on 75 pieces of clothes. Hold on, let me let me get my snowsuit on. Is like it, what? Is that like the flare for? Um, oh Office God, Space? what is that movie? You only Office have 14, Space. Yeah. You only have 14 pieces of flare. Player, yeah. So again, uh, the article mentions that Cintas has contracted with United for unit for new uniforms, and that other major domestic carriers were redesigning their outfits. However, shortly afterward, flight attendants across the company began reporting severe health complications associated with what? What? Right? Yeah. Well, so, it's like asbestos, apparently. Right. So. Right? No, it's it. Yeah. So the situation. No, it's some kind of chemical in there, and, and they'll get to exactly what what the chemical is. But in addition to Cintas, at least two other uniform manufacturers, Lands End and Twin Hill, have been implicated in this. And in 2019, flight attendants who spoke to WSWS, okay, reported an awful fishy chemical smell in their uniforms, even after several washes. The chemical scented clothes produced massive skin irritation and other painful reactions. Crazy, right? Yeah. So, according to Osborne, chemical treatment in her clothing was so severe that even brushing up next to a colleague at work would trigger a reaction. Hmm. Right? So she's been diagnosed with several autoimmune disorders, including inflammatory polyarthropathy, a form of arthritis, right? I'm not going to go and into all the stuff that on, she has. Read, oh, yeah. These are all super yeah, Latin. Psoriatic arthritis. Uh-huh. Like, it's it's rough. This yeah. is really, really bad. Other colleagues she was in touch with reported skin rashes, hair loss, Hashimoto's disease. I don't even know what that is. That sounds Jesus. awful. Jesus. Oh, sounds a terrible. attacking the thyroid that can alter the human body's hormone production and can lead to yeah, okay. rapid weight gain. I wonder if that's, like, what... Our friend Joe has that hypothyroidism. I wonder if that's part yeah. of it. Well, right? it's part so, of it, right? Like, 
So she initiated, initiated a class, class action, action lawsuit. So she told she she yep. actually tried to sue them. Right. So then yep. it alleges that since the introduction of uniforms in 2017, they immediately began suffering these problems, including all these uh, different symptoms. Hashimoto's a thyroid disease, apparently. Yes. Yep. So one of the, again, this is a much longer article. I will again drop it in the chat, but it's whatever's cheap, of course, an industrial hygienist who works for the Association of Flight Attendants who told the Philadelphia Inquirer that did a lot of work on the, on breaking this story initially. Uh, well, you know who could help on, on class action lawsuits, you know? Especially when it comes with, you know, women. is uh, it, They're called boobs, Ed. Oh, um, sure. Uh, I, yeah. Actually, yeah, I saw a tweet from her recently, Erin Brockovich, for anyone that doesn't. Yeah, that would be it. Um, so It took me a second to remember what it was in my own head, so... You know, right, but but present U.S. policy for chemical use in clothing, okay, is that whatever's cheap, okay. This woman Irina Mordakovich of Harvard's T.S. Chan School of Public Health has stated that the use of chemicals in clothing in the United States is very unregulated and unresearched. That's scary. Well, the the thing the thing that I'm wondering, right, is like if this if Southwest is having their issues because wait, of the wait, oh. right. Ah, you're like, wait. oh yes, it's almost like we're, I could we're gonna get reason there. to. We're yeah, we'll get, get there. there. Okay, so I'm well, along for this ride. The seatbelt in tray in upright position. Um, yeah, the unions first of all have also abandoned any public mention of this ongoing uniform crisis. Their last reference to toxic uniforms on the AFA's website it all appeared two or more than two years ago, four months before the first yeah. lockdown, in the U.S. According to the site search function right mm. ah yep. so wait there was there there was like it was delta and united and there was a bunch of other airlines yeah. that were involved yeah. in something and i i uh, hear it is okay uh, yeah delta so, alaska american Americans, alaska and delta that, that lands end and twin hall have been implicated twin hill yep 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 so that is a frightening, horrifying story that is not getting any light and should be that Southwest Airlines and others are providing some kind of toxic chemicals in the uniforms that are being required by their somehow did it say did it say what those chemicals yeah. were or did I just miss that? I like don't know. I think it's in the article. Uh if I'm looking at the article in rashes, arthritis. Okay, she her dermatologist submitted a letter to Southwest that warned them about the outfits. Um, Transport Workers Union. I'm looking. I'm trying to skim the article, the rest of the article now, but I don't. Yeah, see just it. in case it's at it. But here, let's drop what it in the chat. Alternatives. Yeah, our Russian friend is. This is Russia. This is Russia. Um, right. Wow, it's already twelve forty-seven. So I know you've been ripping that thing already, but yeah, I've been been doing it up. <clears throat> I just I just repacked it with some black tuna. The so next one, we'll see how that goes, is another really long one that has a ton of different research in it. Um, it's it's an ode and a tribute to one of my one of the guys, one of my uh. The guys Ooh, I look Richie. up to and 
Richie Medhurst, man. He killed it with this one. And this is an Good exclusive. Dick Medhurst. All right. Yeah, Big Dick Medhurst, as uh, Pasta likes to call him. <laughs> but but uh, classified documents invalidate the U.S.'s appeal against Assange, talking about David Mendoza. And who mm. is David Mendoza? Well, he goes into an entire story, and he apparently interviewed David Mendoza. This is available at Richard's Substack at richardmedhurst.substack.com. Okay, we'll so who is chat. David we'll Mendoza? Yeah, we'll drop that in, in chat. Yep. Sure, for everyone to go and give him a follow, a subscribe there. This is a pretty amazing piece. <clears throat> this was at the end of last week, but that David Mendoza Herarte was ex extradited from Spain to the U.S. on condition that he be allowed to serve his sentence in Spain. Okay, but then classified documents revealed the diplomatic assurances given uh, and how we, how they violated those. Okay, and then he spent six years in the U.S. trying to return to Spain. And hmm. court documents show how they denied his transfer application multiple times. And that while in prison, he sued the U.S. and Spain for failing to uphold the conditions of his extradition and for violating his human rights. And that his case was recently even taken up by the United Nations. Pretty wild story. Gotcha. Yeah. Right? And that his case was raised last month in the English High Court, okay, where the U.S. is attempting to extradite Julian Assange to the U.S. Free Julian Assange. We should be dropping that case. And this is every reason why we should be, another reason why, why we should be dropping the case. Is because yeah. that we offered a similar diplomatic assurance that Assange could serve a sentence in Australia once he serves mm -hmm. trial over here, but that they can change venue, they can move things around, they can drag their feet, they can do all kinds yeah. of crazy stuff to him um, to keep him here, even if they they assure that he might be able to serve at some point and and be in, in prison in Australia if he's found guilty, which. He shouldn't be at all. Um, but anyway, James Lewis, the head uh, U.S. prosecutor, QC James Lewis, said that these assurances are bulletproof, except that Richard Bedhurst has shown this to be untrue with court documents, diplomatic assurances that directly contradict his statement. So this is great work by Richard to, to blow the lid off this again and just further reason. So, again, a couple of uh, highlights from David Mendoza after he spoke to him. Okay, he was born and raised in the U.S. His mother was from Spain. He'd go there every summer, and it was he described it as his second home. And he's both an American and Spanish national. Um, he was wanted by the U.S. for drug trafficking in the early 2000s. I'm reading from the rest of the article here that he used helicopters. It's similar to, like, Blow, to transport marijuana, yeah. currently commonly known as BC, but I don't know. You might be a little young for that. I definitely had some BC. Bud. I remember. Canadian I remember BC bud across the border into Seattle. It certainly made its way all the way across the country to New York. BC kind definitely made its way around. And yeah. today, of course, marijuana is legal in Seattle. Um, yeah. So he worked in building property development, made good money. He said he did that. He only did this on the side to help subsidize some of his building projects, right? Uh, so, mm. um, 
the first thing that happened was they tried to seize all of his U.S. property. And again, this is a really, really long article, and Richard gets exclusive paperwork, signed documents, FOIA requests, stuff from the Spanish National Court rulings, uh, exclusive stuff. This is great, great work from, from Richard. I almost wanted to share the article. Said. Um, but Mendoza said that if he hadn't handed over the, that, that if he handed over the building, that they wouldn't oppose his transfer request. So he has to put it in writing. He was he was told no, right? And essentially, they wanted to get his stuff back. And at this point, they'd already seized fourteen million of his assets and properties, even though most of it had no relation to narcotics. He said only yeah. two million was spent on that, but and then he was also then sentenced to fourteen years in prison. But instead of being sent to Spain, he was told to apply for a treaty transfer, and he applied. And the U.S. said no. Wait, what? It was it was done in a treaty already, okay. And he applied three times for a treaty transfer. It's this is a crazy story, right? And this is what yeah. they're probably going to try to do if they ever get Assange to, to the U.S. shores. And this is what the the case that Richard is is making here, and the that he's documenting. It's pretty remarkable, okay. That the U.S. continues to deny this guy to leave. And he said, that's when I realized I'm in the wrong court. I'm going to get nothing here. So he sued Spain instead. And it actually worked. Mm. So he won both of his lawsuits. And then it was about Spain pressuring the United States and and having somebody high enough in Spain exerting enough pressure. Okay, They were ordered to hand over diplomatic communications with the U.S., which had previously refused to give Mendoza. They revealed that Spain had only asked the Americans to send Mendoza back two times, which was disappointing. In total, right. he spent six years and nine months in the U.S. prison system, each day in violation of this U.S.-Spain extradition treaty that had been signed and the conditions imposed by the Spanish National Court. I mean, it's, it's beyond an injustice. So once he was in Spain, he didn't get out until 2019. All right now, the thing is, is that the whole idea of why he was going to serve in Spain to begin with is because he could, uh, the Spanish prison system allows you to spend time with your family. It allows for conjugal visits. Yeah. He had a newborn Visit. at the time. He had an autistic child. And also some of the best rolling papers in, in the world. But he, lo he lost know. his, he lost that, of course, over time. And he said, like, his kids call him David now. They didn't even call him dad. And it's really sad. Mm. Uh, so it says Sucks. that, yeah, this case is incredible on its own merits. Nevertheless, it must be examined in the context of Sanders' extradition. And that when James Lewis told high court judges that the United States have never broken diplomatic assurance ever, that this is simply untrue. Mm. So Mendoza's experience shows that for Assange, any diplomatic assurances or agreements must be written in explicit language and signed by all parties, including him, so that in the eventuality of non-compliance, he may be afforded the opportunity to contest this in court, despite his status yeah. as a non-signatory of the U.S.-U.K. extradition treaty. That's yeah. one of the one of the things that uh, the U.S. courts kept saying was, well, if you didn't sign the treaty, then you have no standing and you have no uh, no claim to it. 
So you can't yeah. claim, you know, make anybody enforce it, even if it includes your story, which is crazy. But it offers the court ex extraordinary insight into the inner workings of American diplomacy, legal proceedings, and extradition to the U.S. It is a serious warning which high court justices should heed, and I'm hoping they do, who at their discretion have the power to prevent gross miscarriages of justice, which gravely imperil the respondent before they arrive. And Mendoza says that he's a nobody, and if they're capable of doing this to him, imagine what they can do to Julian. Yeah. Again, so how, what's is a tremendous article. What's been happening? Do you know what's been happening in the trial recently? Right? Well, like what's what's they, going on there? They had a hearing back in at the end of October that was two or three days long. It was two days long, and that was the mm -hmm. appeal. And we are now waiting okay. for the appeal result from the high court in the UK. Gotcha. Um, and in the meantime, he continues to rot Belmarsh and be given inadequate blankets. And, and is it still over the, the uh, allegation of sexual assault from him, or is it? No, no, this is over the yeah. Iraq war log specifically. Okay. Uh, still. Okay. This is not so about 2016. Disclaimer. This is. This is, yeah, using the Espionage Act uh, for a gotcha. journalist. Uh, Daniel Ellsberg mm -hmm. had testified originally on his behalf in this uh, extradition trial that had happened last September, which uh, the judge uh, Baritzer had ruled back in January that the U.S. prison system was inhumane, which we all thought that that meant that he was going to be released, but that the U.S. Uh, had the right to appeal and the Biden administration did announce that they were going to appeal. Uh, Merrick Garland is pursuing that. Merrick Garland should be dropping these charges because of all the things that have come out this year, uh, the persecution that happened, the Isakoff article about what happened in the Spanish with the Spanish embassy and UC Global, which we already knew about 2020, thanks to Max Blumenthal and that David Morales case. There is the Ziggy Thordeson uh, revelations that he actually lied under oath to get a plea deal. There are so many different things that uh, reasons why he should he should be set free at this point. It, enough is enough, and yeah. So by all means, um, Richard, great article. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate you as always. Um, and again, everybody, go and. RichardMedhurst.substack.com. He has uh, photos of original documents, and he goes in a whole lot deeper than we just went into this article. Again, I could have spent a half hour, forty-five minutes. I think he goes through this thing in over an hour on his own channel, but I did want to call some attention to it because I didn't really see anybody else besides him talking about what happened here. Uh, I'm guessing that guys at Slow News Day, if I know Steve, I'm sure he'll say. We covered that two years ago. Yes, he did. <laughs> Love yep. you, Steve. Love you, bro. Scuba Steve. Scuba Steve. Wow, this article is so long. Holy crap. All right. So we've got one more article that I did these clips for, and then we can actually go to reading the last two articles. But this one was from Sludge. And this one is a good story and a happy story. 
and we don't get too many of these so i wanted to focus on something that's uplifting and it does of course come from the brennan center which we know is not exactly the uh the most left-wing organization however this talks about uh new york city's match funding for local city council candidates and how they had provided an up to eight to one matching and how it was successful in allowing more women uh, women of color and women candidates and people of color in general to be elected to city council office than ever before. And as you can see, that that's what David Moore or the Pledge said in headline. Subhead. Mm. So, new report from the Nonpartisan Policy Institute Brennan Center for Justice, which has studied New York City election campaign finance laws for over a decade. Finds the share of women for the people city council will surpass the 52% of the city's population made up by women and people of color on the council will nearly match their share of 68% of city residents. Hey, how about that adequate, like real representation? That's pretty unbelievable. Yeah. Right. So yep. city council candidates who participated in the program have donations city residents up to the first $175 in the contribution match at an 8 to 1 ratio, meaning that a $175 check qualifies for $1,400 funding. Funding. And that's helping to level the playing field for city council. They also agree to observe okay. individual contribution limits of $1,000 maximum in city council okay. races, right? And spending limits that this year were $190,000 in each of the primary and general elections. Big fan of Spending limit, for sure. So, what are those? Explain to the kids at home what the spending limits would do, right? Like, they would cap how much you know. a campaign could feasibly spend, at least the campaign itself. Now, that doesn't speak okay. for any dark money or dark super money pack. or pack money or yeah, okay. But this is specifically the, the what kind of contributions. Yeah, they could they, exactly in okay. order to be eligible for the eight to one matching on. So is that in each of the primaries? You get that for the primary and general, apparently. Yes. Okay. Why 190,000? Seems an arbitrary. These are city know. council races. I mean, they're not. They're not federal yeah. office number just, one. Just bump, just bump it up to two. You know, mm -hmm. it's like it's like nine ninety nine. There's some kind of a. $10. I'm guessing that there's some kind of a core of a calculation or <laughs> yeah. formula that they're using here. Sure. And to everyone like, on Twitter, I'm sorry that the uh, stream and the, the images in is not a little clearer, but it's like a little blurry. Weird. But but the public financing system again. This is Jumani Williams, who's a public advocate. He actually, uh, I remember in 2018. He ran against Namiki Konst, who, uh, who was running for New York City public advocate. All people. Namiki Konst, cool. But the uh, the public financing system allows folks to listen to the mass of people because it spreads out who has the ability to touch elected officials. Yeah, you can speak to people who give 5 and $10, and that's all they can afford. Um, right. I, I would hope that if you're running for public advocate, you'd be doing that anyway and trying to represent them even more than the people who can cut dollar check. Because they're good yeah. already. They don't necessarily yep. need your influence much, guy. Um, mm -hmm. So, reminding people that the 
successful 2018 ballot initiative to strengthen that matching system was based on legislation introduced in 2016 by Ben Kalos, who sought to boost the matching ratio for small donations of 175 or less and slash the maximum allowable contribution for participating candidates to encourage small donors. And I think that that's great. And Ron is a big advocate for local government as well. Ah, yep. <clears throat> All right. So that is uh, those. And we have a couple of other articles. I have no idea what to go. Um, oh, oh, no. Yay, it's, your yay, it's the Substack. Good. But you know what I did <laughs> too? And I bet if I go to the Substack, it's going to work. Hey, embedding's allowed. Nice. So we can actually watch it on here. Nice. You know, you can watch it on the Substack, leftist.today. Even in case you want to watch right it again. Now that, in case you want to watch that or share the replay with anybody later on. We also have it shared on IndieNews.network. So we have two more articles to cover. One of which is... Oh, God. I've actually got co-workers and friends who live in Michigan and mm. Oxford High School. Okay. This is the one, this is the one I... I, oh. I, I, I told you, I might, I might have a hard time getting, getting through this. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, luckily, I've not heard much of this story yet, so... It's... it's it, you know. So they charge the parents. The bullet po oh, yeah, I, I heard something about that, right? You know? But I've um, heard nothing of why or whatever. I've I've kind of isolated myself from that story somehow. Yeah, I, I haven't really been plugged into it much, but I do know that uh, yeah. on Friday that schools were closed in most of Oakland County due to another threat and parents are freaking out and they don't know what to what to do about this situation this right now. Common Dreams, right? Yeah, so this is Brett Wilkins over at Common Dreams who's just, you know, gun control failures. And again, we're we believe in Second Amendment and the right to to bear arms and own own a, a, a weapon responsibly, um, but there need to be we need to be enforcing the laws that we have. I know that we're not already doing that. I don't know if new legislation is necessarily um, required, but enforcing the ones that we have and then passing more extensive background checks, criminal national database, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, I think that there are some things right. that we could potentially do. Um, but according to the Detroit Free Press, a 15-year-old sophomore at Oxford High School in Detroit, armed with a semi-automatic handgun, shot three students, then wounded at least three, eight others at the school on Tuesday. Mm. He was subsequently... Um, and again, you can see Rashida Tlaib. And there... Yeah. Well, so he just he just brought a a pistol, semi-automatic handgun, semi-automatic handgun, and then then okay. it turns out I think I think that the he had gone shooting with with parents, and he had expressed that he yeah. was that he was depressed and had some issues, and they yeah, and then this tweet just haunts me um, about another parent from school. How utterly desolate yeah. our country seems to be. 
continue to let these horrific tragedies occur. I've got three young kids. They're not high school age, but I drop them off every day at school. In the back of my mind, unfortunately, I have to think about is this last time I'm going to see my kids? I can't even. Have you seen? Have you seen that there's now you can buy bulletproof children's backpacks? Yeah, I I know. Yeah, it's fucking like what? Anyway, but okay. Uh, school should be sanctuaries or safety for children. Yeah, we don't have to live this way and join the fight to end violence. Again, I don't know how much respect that's going to necessarily well, again, have. And again, we have another mental health problem here, right? Like, you know, no no outlet to care, no one being able to be aware of that problem. Like, you know what I mean? There's so many missteps in that line of uh, leading up to whatever this would be, right? Yeah, so, Abdul El Saeed, who was at the March for Medicare for All back in July. And again, how much would Medicare for All possibly help? But that uh, 15-year-old shooter may have picked up a weapon, but Congress may as well have handed to him. I, again, don't know if I yeah. agree with that, but I understand the sentiment. Well, so they they arrested the, the, the family for allowing the kid to have access, essentially? Or uh, what? Yeah, I believe so, because he was underage, did not have was not obviously okay. allowed to carry it into school and he wasn't registered to own a gun and I believe that it was Aaron's firearm but I don't know all the story all we got from elected well, and, officials and, after 43 school shooting in the chat and, Darlene wants to wants to say that you know mental health issues exist in other countries but their kids don't get guns and go shoot up the schools yeah because they also have ways of you know actively dealing with that mental health problem in other countries where we have guns you they know, also, they they also have don't guns. have access to guns necessarily, right. but Switzerland right. and Sweden yeah, and Canada, and there are plenty yeah. of countries where where you know there is there are sensible gun laws and where citizens do have regular access to guns. But well, not, it's also you know there's like there's not many there's not many ways of like our country is doing anything to try to lessen the amount of depression in this country either, like at all, you know. Our old, so, Nina, our old friend Nina Turner. Why do we let the filibuster yeah. stand in the way of gun legislation? I don't know. Again, I don't know if yeah, the filibuster exactly. is necessarily standing in the way of that, but um, yeah. just, you know, again, I had to text my, my friend and co-worker and be like, please tell me this wasn't kids' school. No, but yeah, we, we know people in that school district who are in that school beyond frightening she texted me some of the screenshots of what the kids are sending back and forth and 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 you know as a parent how do you how do you deal with something like this they this is not in the manual they didn't prepare any of us as parents to deal with stuff like this and we're all kind of just trying to figure it all out winging it Look, everybody's got rights, but what about our kids' rights to live and to be safe and not get killed by some yeah. crazy kid bullet? I mean, it's, well, and, I, and you know, gun, guns don't 
solve anyone's problems most of the time. So, you know, like it, it's, it, it's such a frustrating, like that, I wish that someone would have, you know, talked to this kid before this, you oh. know? And there were, and apparently there were like big cries for help that were either ignored. Help, uh, as always. Yeah. Huge cries yep. for help. Like, like, literally like, help me, I believe were, were one of his messages like the day before. Yeah. Um, and then they gave him access to a weapon allowed him to, to destroy families and five future yep no sorry but i know i didn't i didn't see too many people covering this oakland uh, the, the oakland county story and i thought it was really important again just showcases what's what goes on every day and too often in our country and it hit a little close to home for me because it Only, it did well, know, I, affect the co-worker i end up having to it's like we end up having to recommend things like bulletproof back because we know things aren't going to change any other way. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you just have to take the practical choice of, you know, like I'm just sure that's why a lot of people are homeschooling now, right? That that went up pretty. That went up pretty damn big during uh, COVID. I'll tell you. Yeah. So I got one more story, and uh, it is an indie news network story from our friend or oh, uh, the dissident and i would definitely give him a follow leftist underscore news 12 at uh on twitter and um so he takes us through a long again another long article about what was russiagate really about and i would again definitely uh highly recommend that but he breaks it down that it was broken down into smearing Assange. Okay, of course, that was part of the plan. Right. In fact, the CIA could not find a connection between WikiLeaks and Russia. Also calls into question the claim that Russia was WikiLeaks' source for the DNC email story. So this claim was first made by a company called CrowdStrike. But Sean Henry admitted that they had no evidence of the claim. There it is. Yeah. <clears throat> so other claims in mainstream media made about Assange's connections to Russia were even more absurd, such as a now debunked article in The Guardian about uh, Paul Manafort. Recording. Yep. Yeah. Right, we knew about that. And that this was intentional yep. propaganda technique to paint Assange in bad light in order to manufacture consent for the 2019 arrest reporting on U.S. war crimes in mm. Iraq. Again, pro-war propaganda that also Russia gave you the ability to saber rattle, to arms race, okay? The Rachel Maddow segment where she claimed Trump not listening to John Bolton on Venezuela meant that he was being controlled by Putin. Putin! Putin! Right? Um... Then you've even got Hillary Clinton calling Tulsi Gabbard and Jill Stein Russian agents with no evidence. FBI claiming Bernie was being helped by Russia with no evidence. This has been an ongoing thing, right? So yep. uh, now proven fact that the West trained members of the neo-Nazi Azov Battalion in Ukraine was accused of repeating Kremlin talking points. Boy. 
What? Oh, closer. sorry. You can hear typing. No, I can. I'm yeah, cutting out I, according to Arlene. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's. We'll figure it out. I think. I think it was just that last uh, story. I might have been a little, a little low in in the voice. Far. But no, it just it was yeah. a little rough, a little hard to get through. But well, like, I don't. I don't hear the difference on my end. So yeah, continue war yeah. Uh, through. Now debunk talking, but so again, it gives you the ability to increase censorship. Yeah. Wow, this looks really choppy on my Twitter stream. Was that the sound? Reason. The sound of the sound of coffee sip it, sipping. Is that what that was? No, I didn't. Uh, I did. I did not sip coffee. Right, but again, no. increase censorship. Talking about Telesur and Venezuela analysis to be censored, and Ben Nimmo. Marking certain um, Nicaraguan people as uh, dissidents that were at uh, that weren't um, Ukrainian American penis was a Russian troll, and then of course New York Post article that's now verified on the Hunter Biden emails was censored because of baseless claims that that was Russian disinformation. So again, all of these different lies that were told by corporate media and by okay so again Washington Post also promoted a shadowy firm called Prop or Not which accused some of the most of the biggest independent media outlets such as Counterpunch and Black Gender Report of being Russian propaganda which also is untrue and led to many of those outlets being deranked in the Google algorithm just when they needed them to all right, it was used to smear Julian Assange, push for more war, push for more online censorship. The left needs to be wary of propaganda campaigns that are targeted towards the left, or it will be no. lead to many, lead many to parrot the establishment's propaganda, just as Russiagate did. And I think that we've already been seeing well, some of just this. as McCarthy was able to do, right? Like, you know, and I'm wondering when our "Have you no decency, sir?" moment will be. So. Yeah. I'm, we'll I'm hoping see. soon. Um, the yeah, other thing I wanted to also <clears throat> remind people, independentleft.news, I did not do any curating of it tonight, but every other day, it's published twice a day, about 8.45 Eastern and Pacific. You can see that there's some Fred Hampton Jr. stuff in there from Unicorn Riot. Yep. I believe that there's an anniversary today. Barbados becomes a republic. That was another story that we covered this week. That they've mm. they became the first country since 1992 to leave the UK throne. So that's pretty decent statement. Yep. Right, and again, there are dozens, and I and I tell it to to search for up to a hundred articles per uh, per issue and that's in uh the last episode of how do we miss that actually right. that was from episode 12 i'll put a link that 12 whatever in here we're at 14 so we're at 14 did i missed, do a 13? I missed the link that, yeah we did a 13 last week but again you see how oh. many articles there are there's a ton definition of anti-vaxxer love it thanks to can we just friend. change 13 to like 12 and a half you know so we don't have a 13 like like one of those businesses that doesn't have a thirteenth floor, you know. So look at this. They changed the definition yeah. of anti-vaxer. Now, mm. if you are against 
Vaccination Man- Vaccine mandate. Oh, good, good. I didn't know that I'm anti-vax until now. Thanks, Webster. But Fucking. what do you? Oh, and they and they also changed the definition of vaccination and what a vaccine is mm. to include what COVID, you know, the the COVID experimental or drug, the COVID vaccine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's just. Yep. Thanks a lot. And I think it was was it was it Blue Moon Red Wine we were talking to earlier today about just this. She said, "Did they yep. really change the definition?" Is yes, they really changed the definition. Yep, just in case you wanted to go look. I also wanted to call attention. Patriot1.substack.com is the free press report. Go mm. give them a follow. They have been following the, the Maxwell trial day by day and giving you all of the dirt and the recaps, and they have done a tremendous job, and I wanted to give them a shout-out. Uh, there's uh, It's also um, tra- Maxwell Trial Tracker, I believe, on Twitter. Uh, if I go to the, what is, maybe not. That's it. They, they That's do it. Have, they do have a Twitter Maxwell trial tracker, but I don't want to open up my Twitter because heaven knows Dude, what's going to happen there. What? How do you name your plane the Lolita Express without knowing you're a piece of shit? Well. How do you do that? Who said that, who said that he didn't? Oh, it's just like, how does everyone like, oh, yeah, what plane are we getting on? He knew. Like, yeah, everyone knew. Everyone on that plane knew. Okay, so. I think it's time. Time. It's time. Ready? I watched Uh, two boats that smash into other boats. Boats that smash into other boats, huh? Woo! Happy Hanukkah! Happy Hanukkah! Happy Marijuanica, actually. Nice. Um, I feel like this, the menorah, you'd be much happier about lighting. <laughs> you know? Hmm. So, seeing as how it is the eighth day of Hanukkah today, right? Seventh. Pretty today. sure. Tonight is well, the technically, well, technically, now well, Sunday is the eighth right? it is, it, Yeah, yeah. But I just thought you would find that you would find that hilarious, right? Um, but uh, I do have I, I do have since our segment is called boat smashing into other boats. I have to. I feel like I feel obligated to try to find at least one boat smashing segment, right? Okay. But um. Okay, that boat looks like it's going to go out to sea. Uh, you see, and yeah, you see all that water coming out. Of like not- this would be shoreline. This is this is way past shoreline, right? Yeah. So we're definitely have a lot of water retention, right? Um, you know, uh-oh. which usually oh, means that water's no. going to come that, back. That boat's going okay. One just went over. Uh oh, rut row. That's coming. You should be running. That's coming fast. That's going to take everything with it. Uh oh. Yep. And now yep. we're high ground, down. people. And we're running and upside down. We're definitely running. And we are wet. There's the water. And we are very wet. Definitely very wet. And now we are underwater. (laughs) Underwater. Like it's such a it's such a like quick chaos. This is why you gotta like okay, where's the shoreline? Oh, why is all the water leaving? Oh. Hey, no. Maybe 
<laughs> like, you know, anyway, I would have loved if there was like a tsunami siren going and those people were just still there because they wanted to save their boats. But anyway, I thought this guy was pretty wow. cool. Mm, that's a nice praying as mantis. Much, yeah, that guy's definitely praying. I like how this guy got like f- multiple angles of this of this well, mantis. But I had a mantis on uh, my grill once that I got multiple angles like that. It was like he was sitting there nice. posing for, for for the camera. He looked right. I at still me feel like, like what do you want? That's the next insect like horror movie. You make those things like eight feet tall. They're all like camouflageable, so like, but it would be like with human stuff, it'd be good. Yeah, you know. True. But um, I just thought you should you should you know that those those stoners <laughs> out here become some real nice. some real spin. engineers. That's a serious spin. Yeah, nice. you just gotta keep it. You just gotta make it even, bro. You just gotta yeah, make it even. Prob- the only problem with that is it's burning mm. the bud, and nobody's smoking it. Nobody's smoking it. Well, <laughs> he's got it like right behind him, probably. This had music, right? And I decided not to play it. Thank you. Right, but I thought I thought because like all of this music stuff, it's probably whoever this guy's like music was. But you know, just figured be safe than sorry. But this is in our stoner engineering, nice, right? Which is a pretty nice little subreddit there. Um. But I, this 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 is a, the segue of like. <laughs> so I just wanted to wish everyone a happy honk. No, happy honk, everyone. <laughs> Love so, it. As the father of a six-year-old, like that, that, that looks exactly like all the cards like, that are in my house right now. Nice. Um, but the other the other you know celebrations aren't any better. But like, look at this. Die, Christmas tree. Okay. I hope I don't give you nightmares. That is. I hope everyone crazy. likes me, Christmas tree. Like, is what is this? Creepy. Is That's that real like creepy. A, like a toy soldier face. I don't know. I I wish I knew, but I don't. I don't know. I'm. You it know, reminds me of like iRobot. It does. It's very, it's very uncanny valley. Yeah, like it's very, very Vicky in the iRobot. But you know, just just in case you know you needed other ways of celebrating Christmas. Um, no. The, oh, it's a know. lighthouse, or it's a it's a mushroom, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, <laughs> this is apparently in 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 Russia, which I just find. A normal day in Russia is the subreddit. NSFW, so, folks. Yep, it is. I'd, hopefully, I'd, no one's at work at one twenty-six in the morning. But put put the kids um, with the blindfolds on. The blindfold. It's just a snowman. It's probably just like the back of a snowman. That's you know? right. Oh, it's 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 a snow woman actually. That's her hair. So if everyone thinks turtles are slow, I just wanted to make sure people understood it's very like stoners stoners can be fast when they want to you know like watch keep an eye on that guy right there and you're all gone like yep they're oh. just tiny little torpedoes that's, that's cool. whoa dude whoa that's yeah it's cool. cr- awesome yep that reminds me of, like but, um, nemo where they get into yep. the jet stream the jet stream yep those are my favorite characters, but 
Uh, we had we had Tara Reed earlier and her horses, and I, I have a feeling if she ever tries to do videos with them, it'll be very similar to this. Now she poopy. <laughs> oh, that is Look one sassy up. horse. Uh, take number one hundred and forty. Take number one hundred and forty. That horse knows uh, where the show is. I'll tell you right now. It's the horse. I don't oh, know. Yeah. It's it's not Stephanie Quayle. Quayle, I can tell you. Right <laughs> now. I wonder if there's no, any relation. That a horse. Dan, any relation to Dan Quayle? Maybe. Don't know. Former vice Maybe. president. It's possible. But um That's what else really I got? Funny. I got I do I do have some dad stuff, right? And oh. just I know I know your kids aren't at this age yet, but I feel like this is coming in your future, right? Oh. So you know this old prank, right? Oh, oh my god. Yeah, kids observance. <laughs> yes, yeah, it was. was. Uh, he he was didn't have to ask. He felt that. He didn't. Have yeah, to ask. Yep. He's like, that was fire. <laughs> yep. <laughs> fire. <laughs> yep. Sorry for overmodulating everybody. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? Level. Uh, so you said you wanted to go play bowling earlier, right? right? Is he bowling thumbless? Look at that split. Tell me he's going to nail that. What? Come on. This kid's a monster. Think nice. Monster. Yeah, that's what's up. Dude, what is he about that seven? Funny. Wow, that's impressive. Yep. I couldn't do that. I love I love that I love that stance with the thumbless throw. Like, what is that? That's a perfect throw oh, right there. That's that, that, that's, that's Pete good. Webber. That's Pete Weber. Like Pete yep. Weber would be very proud. What? Oh, Oh, apparently Osimo is real. <laughs> I am Osimo. Bang! <laughs> <laughs> oh, died had to step oh. away because he was laughing too hard. <laughs> he did not want that to be on camera. Oh, there you go, bud. Yeah, he's there still smiling. Go, no, look, okay, I, bud? Oh, oh, I know that guy. That's my buddy. That's my buddy, Owen Moon. Is it Dude, Owen that's Moon? Owen. That's totally Owen. Oh my God. I gotta send this to him. Nice. Wait, what is it? Bad nice. parenting? What? Yeah, bad parenting presents. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But God. um. Nice. Face <clears throat> down. What oh. else I got? Or TikTok on Reddit. Uh oh. Yep. Do, 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 do. <laughs> These cochameleon kids are a different breed. DMCA, DMCA, DMCA. That's my car. Dude, we have that car, and my kid has definitely done that. So, sure. Christy's lame. I love it's with the hard, like, thing. But have you ever seen. You ever seen oh, wobbly, no. sausage? <laughs> wobbly sausage? Wobbly <laughs> sausage! 
<laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> no, I don't wanna. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wobbly oh, sausage. Oh man. Oh, definitely uh, NSFW on that one. Holy moly. Yep. I'm gonna have to. It's not 18. real, YouTube. It doesn't matter. That I'm one's not real. 18, 18 plus on this stream. Holy we already, moly. We are. We already Ooh, do, right? I don't know, but. Uh oh. Oh, oh, just the like, yep. And now I'm upset. Now I'm very upset. Oh, that's yeah. I don't like you very much, Kitty. All right. What do I got? Full screen. I mean, I'm sure a bunch of people had Thanksgiving stuff and a bunch of things happened, but this one's. This is this is who I wish was at like family reunions and stuff, you know. Wait, what? <laughs> he like he just, fire extinguished the yeah. Did he just like, run through the whole room like half naked and jump out the window? Uh, no, wait, with a fire that, extinguisher. Hit that again. Can I see yep. that? Wait, what? first of all, pause. Pause. Go back. <laughs> yeah. Go back. Yeah, the guy in the shirtless in yeah, the back. Why yeah. Why is there somebody not wearing a shirt behind him? Yeah. <laughs> like, it feels so weird because it's like, it's like black tie. It's like suit and like nice shirt and then and then shirtless, like which please. is great. And then and then we come in. There's candles. There's a fire. Fire fire marshal's got to come in. This is a hazard. Oh, <laughs> like, and then he jumps out the window to bail out because it was window. fire. Oh man. Uh, but um so I figured everyone should get get used to VR stuff since Suck oh, is gonna no. push it on everyone. A VR bar fight. Oh. <laughs> oh ouch. Uh, like I love the I love the just the terror run. <laughs> That's what's craziest. Like, ah! Wait, face me walking. Yeah. I need to see that again. I need to see that again. All right. I need that one again. All right, we'll run it. We'll run it back, Colin. Here you go. Oh. Thing. With the the thing is, is that she's wearing the thing, right? So that's what hits first. Right. Right. Is oh, the headset. She, she totally then you get the thing. Oh yeah, for oh. sure. Wow. Like, nice. Holy crap, that's great. Okay. Oh. oh no, what's inside this balloon? Why does it miss that one? Uh. What is this magic, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Why did that one not break? And the one behind like, it did. Yeah. Wow. I still don't understand. Was the arrow I still don't supposed understand. to go through all of them? 
it must it must have right like that's what it must have been supposed to do but like why did that one not it's, it's, it's just wow. crazy well it's like it's it had hit were they rigged to explode maybe but you would think that like that might be it that might what, be the move and what the what the hell where is that that they could blow up balloons that big and wow okay um, in a no. warehouse some kind of like airplane hangar okay next <laughs> okay what could go wrong i'm wondering how to escape one thing i do know how to do is fly and drink How far? Not far. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> oh, I feel bad. I regret my decisions. That, oh. Yeah, definitely. That will that will leave a mark. <laughs> you're like morning. you're like, how far? Not bow. <laughs> He'll feel that in the morning. Here's another one. This is the congratulations you played yourself segment. Um, excuse me, can I have a, can I, I need a, wow, wow, do you know how hard you had to be walking into glass to do that? Like, oh, oh. and not cut your face? Not cut, yeah, well, it's a safety glass, so, like, yeah, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Stone Cold Steve Austin music <laughs> at the end. Oh, it's DMCA. Yeah. DMCA. I, I hopefully stopped it before that. Like, do, can you get DMCA on two seconds? I, like, I probably. I hope, not. I hope not. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because that was all it took for me to know what it was. You're just you're just getting ready for your baseball game, oh, right? No, you're putting oh, on. No. You're putting on your gear. We're doing we're doing pitching practice, and just a little off kilter. Oh, oh, I knew that was coming. Why did I know that was coming? Always put on your cuff first. That's the lesson of this story. Oh, you know what? Even if the cup was on, that would have freaking hurt. Yeah. You know, and you know, yes, you would've. know that the pitcher aimed at for his nuts, right? Oh, it must have like, oh my God. No, it no. seemed like it, it was definitely there, there's no question. curved over something weird. That was not a curveball. That was that was a fastball. Right at his fastball. Straight to it. Oh, that sucked. Oh, this one has no sound, which I really wish oh, that, it did. That, that, that's not good. That's not good. Is that going to rock it off? And boom! Oh my God! Oh wait! Oh no! I'm on fire! Oh no! Oh no! Boom goes the dynamite! Holy shnikes! This is why we don't play with explosive, kids. Only use explosive professionals to have your fun. Hi, I'm Mike Tyson. Um, that's very good. Hi, I'm Mike Tyson. Watch me beat Peter McNeely on Comcast Cablevision. Oh goodness! Hi, I'm Mike Tyson. Watch me fight Peter McNeely on Cock Cable. <laughs> Mike Tyson. Watch me beat Peter McNeely on Salmon's Cable Vision. No, Salmon's Communication. All right. Hi, I'm Mike Tyson. Watch me beat Peter McNeely on Samsonite Cable. No, Samsonite. <laughs> oh. What's up, man? What's up, Caleb? How you doing, man? What's up, man? 
Oh, uh, hi, I'm Mike Tyson. Hi, Mike Tyson. Samson, I Tyson, I love you. In the case you see this, Tyson, we're big fans. Please don't be my <laughs> Please, please don't. But that's funny. Because uh, you're going to end up like this person would end up. Wee! You're going to go down the road, no, except no, no, that's no, not no. the road. Oh that's not the road. Oh. Yep, he's gonna go all the way down the mountain. Oh boy! Uh, I, hope, I hope he's got Bear Grylls level survival skills. I hope so, because he's gonna be rolling for a while. It looks like. Yeah. Uh, what's What's next? This one. Oh boy! <gasps> I have to. How do I make this bigger? Wait, how? So how? That we can see. Wait, there's somebody. Well, of course there is, but behind the wheel. Yep. Okay, Hold on, I'll get. I'll big. get it. Oh my goodness. Can you do this? There we go. Oh my goodness. Hi. Hi. <laughs> okay, hi. Hi, call the police. Help. Help. Hi, I'm okay. Hi. Help, my tires Please. are about to hi. blow up on fire. <laughs> grinding on the ground. Hello. Uh, it's my just car's going to It's just the way. Hi, hi. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's, it's to me, it's like one of those. No, I'm I okay. Think, I'm okay. No, no, that's definitely a call for help. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you, can, can uh, you get me out of here? <laughs> <laughs> Please help. Please. Wow. Oh, uh, this seems like someone's having a bad day. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, someone uh, filmed it. Uh, the truck. And Ch which is the Cheech and Chong one when they go to Mexico? Yeah, and and they come back with the truck that's made out of weed, charges Danko, and the thing gets set on fire, and the cop trailing them, and he's and and he pulls over Chong. He's like, "What do you want?" Like, I don't know. You pull. Oh, okay. <laughs> have a good day, then. <laughs> okay. Bye. -bye. It was, oh, but, it's great. Just, well, uh, I think I've only got. I think I've only got one more. Okay, so uh, what happened here? Surprise! Nothing. When I started breaking away the tile behind this shower wall, uh, look <gasps> at how much honey is packed away in here. Uh, it's uh, a seven-foot-long beehive. The homeowners were getting tired oh, beehive. of buzzing, and the occasional random bee escaping the wall whenever they would use oh the bathroom. Oh my god! Oh, it was in your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right behind your shower. Oh you got God. the queen in there. Uh, oh. How much does that suck? I hope you I hope you get to keep the honey. That's what I hope you get to do. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just Still to be like, honey. yeah, oh, fuck you, bees. I watch YouTube. Boats that smash into oh. other boats. Boats that smash into other boats. You hit the button again. I I didn't. Hit, what happened? I didn't hit little white first, but yes. Oh, that makes sense. Now we're back to Bird and Reef. Bird and Reef. What are we at? One forty-three. Yeah, that's pretty oh. good timing. Um, yep. That that was fun. Yep. Um, yeah, it was. So I think that, yeah, that went well.
subscribe, like, share. Uh, we did have an INN network stream uh, this week, so definitely check that out. We had a lot of fun. We had some yep. pretty interesting conversation. Um, yeah. And we all kind of got loose and silly. Um, then there was uh, next Saturday before we go live on how do we miss that? So I want to plug that now. Uh, Indie News Network is going to be co-hosting for Blue Mood Red Wine. She's going to be doing a student debt strike marathon. And we were debating okay. whether to call it a summit or a marathon. Well, we settled on right. marathon because student debt is a marathon in itself. And we want, and Lucy did it out of motivation. And if you watch the stream on uh, fr yeah. from this week, she explains exactly what the student debt strike marathon is going to be about. And it's self-motivated. It's because she does not want to start paying for her student debt next month. Um, right. And it turns out there's a lot of people oh. do that, that, that feel the same way. So uh, check out Indie News Network uh, on YouTube. Also check out the Blue Moon Red Wine channel. Uh, check out Reef's channel. Check out Extra yep. Booyah. IndieNews.network for all the different INN channels. Oh, hey, kitty, kitty. Kitty Meow. decided to make an appearance. Meow. And yep. uh, thank you to everybody who is here tonight. They uh, yep. follow Indie Left News, of course, uh, at IND Left News on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere on the socials, as Ron Placone, Ron Placone likes to say, our friend Ron. Yeah. And uh, again, thank you everybody for hanging out tonight. It's a lot of fun. Nicole, Darlene, Caleb, yep. Human Love, Solidarity, and all the new people. Kendra, Tara, who popped in. It looks like we had a bunch of people pop in on Twitter for a little while. Right, Fando, Nicole. and everybody who was here. Yep. X, X Bootlicker, whoever that is. It's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Thank you. It's uh, a part of the uh, 1A community. Nice. Thank so, you. So, so yeah, and J Jamie Nix also, and uh, have, have, every, everybody have a wonderful night, and uh, we will see you yep. next Saturday night midnight for another episode of How Do We Miss That episode fifteen. Wow! Remember to keep listening to what little birdies tell you, everyone. Good night. Peace, love, and bowl. Pokeball. If you like this podcast, please help our show grow by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. For more content, you can follow Independent Left News on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at INDLeftNews, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. To get news updates twice a day to your inbox, subscribe via email on the independentleft.news website. Join our Jetstream 24-7 News and Opinion Discord at independentleft.gg with more than 50 channels each dedicated to a different outlet, journalist, YouTuber, or political comedian. Thanks, everyone. Remember to check out independentleft.news in your browser and subscribe to our podcast for news updates.